Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. And good morning, this is Annie for Showreel, our look on 3CR at the Australian Film Industry and we've got another live guest. This is going to be blowing us out of the water, not not taped conversations but real people coming to talk to you about the Australian Film Industry. The It's the Actor Awards uh, season and uh, we've got a person in the studio who's the producer of one of the films that's been shortlisted, Jessica Pierce. G'day Jessica, how are you? I'm good Annie, how are you? I'm good and the film of course we're talking about is uh, Ben Hall, the uh, well, it's not called Ben Hall, is it? It's the called The Legend of Ben, of ben Hall. <laughs> That's right. I've got to get my facts right. The Legend of Ben Hall, which I've seen and which I enjoyed. It's a classic tale of uh, the uh, bushranger that I remember as the gentleman bushranger. From, that's what the part of the stories, the legends that I was told about when I was a kid. Yeah, he was uh, referred to as a gentleman bushranger because uh, as much as, you know, he was still a bushranger, um, but he was quite good looking and charming um, and definitely had a you know a few ladies in a few different ports. So um, he robbed you with a bit of a smile. So That's right. And he was a uh, legend was had it that he actually didn't kill people. He stole, but he didn't kill. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So he um, never actually killed someone. Mm. And this is in the early period of white Australian settlement in Victoria, New South Wales? New South Wales. He was a New South Wales bushranger. So it's in the 50s, 1850s? Yes. Yeah, yeah 1850s, yeah, that's, that's right. right. And so you do a, they do a, a very fine job at uh, uh, establishing uh, the um, sort of locations, the locale, the people, the types of characters. And one of the most amazing things about The Legend of Ben Hall is, of course, that all the lead characters have got an incredible resemblance to the actual people themselves. Yeah, well, I mean, we were so fortunate in finding this amazing cast that did, when you line up the photos next to each other, the resemblance is uncanny. Um, Historical accuracy for the whole film was really important for Matthew Holmes, the writer-director, and for the ability for that to go all the way to the cast just made it, you know, a whole other level. But it was also a really big deal for not only is it a quintessentially Australian story, but the collection of people who came together to make it. It, You know, you you guys are all young, uh, aspiring filmmakers. You've all had... Uh, connection to making other films, but this was, uh, for some people, their first feature. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's something I think we're um, really proud of. You know, I think if we'd had a much bigger budget than we would have, um, you know, we uh, would have gone with different people, um, you know, gone with more experienced uh, filmmakers. But, you know, looking back at it now, we had an opportunity to work with up-and-coming filmmakers and give them an opportunity to be involved in a feature film on that scale. Um, you know, it, it's just, and the community that's created around the film, um, purely by the fact that we had nearly, you know, a hundred casts and crew, um, over the whole project. And it's um, a period drama, which means of course, everything down to the sets, to the costumes, uh, horseplay, a whole range of things that you couldn't yeah. possibly, you couldn't have – if it had been fast cars and crashes, you might have had a more challenging arrangement, but it was pretty challenging. Oh, definitely. You can't just go down the shop and get, you know, what we needed. So, you know, our, our production designer, Dust Patterson, just, um, you know, had a pretty big task ahead of him, but uh, he did an amazing, amazing job. Um, you know, we the, the huts, um, he – built those but he made them movable sets so you know each hut you could we'd film one person's hut and then we'd move the windows and move the doors and adjust this and put different dressing inside and then we'd film the next person's hut so you know you really had to think outside the box with this one but um yeah he just did an amazing job now since the film's been made it's actually done excursions overseas hasn't it haven't yeah, it's done def- quite well. Definitely. So um, we have actually just had our release in America on August 1st. Sorry. Um, so that was uh, released on uh, through Sony Home Entertainment on DVD there. But it's also been sold through Germany and it's on pay, uh, TV throughout most of Europe as well. How's it been uh, received? It's been received really, really well. Um, you know, it's it, we've uh, as, as always with any film, you know, it's... Uh, it's art is subjective, so everyone's, um, you know, had their different opinions, but we've had really, really great feedback on, you know, uh, the, from the acting to the design to the cinematography. We've um, had acceptance from multiple film festivals, you know. Uh, William Lee, who played John Dunn, received Best Supporting Actor Awards over at a film festival in the States as well. That doesn't surprise so, me. He was really good. No, he was. He was really, really good. And so. he sort of created a character that really steps off the screen. He, it's not It's not a stereotype. It's a whole full-blown character. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, he was playing a, a 17-year-old. I think he was 23 or something at the time. So, you know, he really um, stepped into that naivety of that character and delivered really well. Yeah, yeah it's really, really interesting. It's, it's a Western in a sense. It's been received in America as a Western. Yeah, definitely. It was voted as um, Best International Western through True Western Magazine, which was, um, you know, the oldest, you know, Western magazine in the States. So, you know, culturally, Westerns are deemed an American market. So to get recognition over there was a massive kudos. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Now, you've... one of part of uh, it, it, part of the journey for the legend of Ben Hall is to uh, become uh, to be uh, nominated to be part of the Actor Awards, which is the local version of the Academy Awards. If you've got a longer memory, you'll remember it was called the AFI Awards, the Australian Film Institute Awards. Now it's sort of taken on more of a uh, similarity to the uh, American Academy Awards. It, it's even got the same. Letters, a group of letters, but it's uh, changed the A and into Australia rather than America. 
But um, and I think I guess what they've done there is made it appear to be uh, they want people to uh, appreciate Australian film at the at the same level of importance as say the Academy Awards in America. Now, how did uh, the Legend of Ben Hall make its way into that realm? Well, uh, you have to submit. Yep. Um, so the um, you need a certain amount of actor members involved in the film, and there's a whole heap of criteria. But we submitted the film, and then there was a review process through the actors, and then you're notified that you're shortlisted, which we were very fortunate to have been shortlisted as a part of that. Um, and then, so the- who does the shortlisting? Uh, they have a, a review panel through the actors, uh, just a criteria of whether or not you fit. Are they in- industry people or are they? is that just a bureaucratic kind of arrangement really? I believe uh, it's through industry people mm-hmm. that are a part of the actor board. So, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so then once you're shortlisted, you can um, the actor members, um, unfortunately it's not available to the public, it is only actor members, can uh, ju- uh, re- look watch it online or they have a film festival. So we screened in Melbourne last week. Uh, at the Cinema Nova. Yeah, because the, the Nova's had the whole program of the Actor Awards. They make, you know, so people who are members, in fact, anybody can become a member. Yeah, definitely. That's right. That You just have to go online and you can join. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's you just not too buy, yeah, and you just do a membership uh, and it get, means that you get to look at a whole range of different uh, f- uh, films. The ordinary, uh, from my understanding, is that ordinary. Uh, Ordinary members of the public, like me and you out there listening, I'm not sure if you're a filmmaker or not, but if you are a a, a film watcher, uh, you can, uh, that's, that's that's your point of intersection with the Actor Awards, where you put in your votes. Yeah, you know, it's an opportunity to participate in the process. That's right. To, you know, be, if you want to see Australian films get, um, you know, more recognition and even then, you know, local Australian films get more recognition, it's an opportunity to, yeah, be a part of the process and and vote as well. That's right. And and the the people who are part of the industry and who are actor members, they vote on more of the technical elements. Yeah, yeah. So you can, um, there's many, many different categories you can vote for. Um, but you know, I guess if you just vote for, for what you enjoy, whether you're technically minded or not. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, that's exactly right. Uh, so you're in the process of talking about this film, The Legend of Ben Hall, uh, hoping that people who are actor members have gone along to see it and will cast their vote for your film. Yeah, so I mean, last year, um, or as of this year, the actors have changed their criteria. So it's been this amazing breadth of films that's been able to submit and be shortlisted. Um, And some of them are more low budget than, you know, you'd say something like Lion, which obviously has a lot bigger publicity campaign than our film did. Uh, oh, and but, it's got overseas uh, main actors too. Well, there's that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so even once you're shortlisted though, like it, it's still um, kind of inhibited by the fact that you don't have the marketing campaign to really let people know that you've been shortlisted, that your film's out there. So it's a, it is a bit of a catch-22 to, you know, promote the film still to get people to go and watch it and vote for it and know that it's there. You're on Showreel with Annie and we're talking to Jessica Pierce, who is the producer of The Legend of Ben Hall. Before we go on to this thorny issue of having actual money to promote yourself during the shortlisting of the Actor Awards, a very important couple of messages. 
Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. CR is actively advocating for equality in the lead-up to the National Postal Survey on same-sex marriage. As such, we will not give airtime to the No campaign on the basis that it is prejudiced, homophobic and harmful to LGBTIQ people and our families. Our community may hold different views on marriage as an institution, yet we agree this postal survey is a political stunt designed to appease prejudiced and homophobic views. 3CR will continue to advocate for equality in all areas. At this particular time in our political climate, we need to ensure that our members, friends and colleagues know that 3CR is a safe space for all our community. Chauvinist pig versus hairy-legged feminist. You're still a feminist, right? I'm a tennis player who happens to be a woman. The battle you've all been waiting to see. The battle of the sexes. You want to see it, right? Then get along and support 3CR at the Palace Woodcast Cinemas, 89 High Street, Northcote, on Thursday, October 5th, from 6.30pm, for a screening of Battle of the Sexes. You're offering the men's winner eight times what you're offering the women's winner. The men are simply more exciting to watch. It's just biology. (laughs) The story of the infamous tennis match between Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs. Tickets are $25 and $20 concession. You can purchase online at 3cr.org.au, direct from the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy, or by phoning 9419 8377 during business hours. All funds raised go to keeping 3CR on air. Battle of the Sexes screening, Thursday, October the 5th from 6.30pm. Does she have the nerve? Call Barbie. Tell it's on. <laughs> you tell it's on. This is uh, 3CR and uh, you're listening to Annie on Showreel and we're looking at the Australian film industry. At the moment, it's the Actor Awards uh, nomination season. Well, the films have been nominated and actor members are actually watching Australian films that have been shortlisted. And we're talking to Jessica Pierce, who is the producer of one of those films, The Legend of Ben Hall. Now, a quintessentially Australian uh, mes- uh, film, uh, story, uh, Ben Hall, uh, predated uh, uh, the Ned Kelly. He is uh, uh, quite a... I mean, I remember the stories of um, Ben Hall and I was really quite captivated by the notion that a film would be made about it. Uh, it's a low-budget film in uh, terms of uh, film production these days. And you were saying, Jessica, that uh, the uh, actor people have actually um, broadened the category of uh, films so that it's possible for lower budget films to be considered. Yeah, definitely. So they've adjusted the criteria. Um, I've now forgotten it as I'm talking about the top of my head, uh, what the, how exactly they've broadened it. Um, but yeah, so they've 
allowed it so that lower budget films, um, which would n- previously have not been able to be eligible, are now eligible. I mean, uh, we'd previously been discussing That's Not Me, which was a, a $20,000 budget film. Um, that would normally be a, a first film, it would be a real independent release, but it's, you know, been able to be um, platformed more by being able to, you know, be shortlisted for the actors, just like Legend Ben Hall. Yeah, right. So. And so uh, that means that a whole lot of uh, homegrown talent can actually, and younger people probably, who are building their skill base, can actually involve themselves in these kind of awards. Actually, it goes back to the 1980s, really, the same sort of flavour. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, to have the opportunity to, you know, have your film sitting at the same level of films like, you know, Lion and, you know, those bigger blockbuster films, um, you know, it, it, it definitely helps elevate things. There has been a certain amount of controversy. I mean, last year... Mel Gibson's film Hackshaw Ridge, uh, which of course had very high production values, had overseas a key overseas actors, uh, but did use a lot of Australian technical staff. Mm. Uh, uh, partnered one a, a well-known Australian writer with a very well-known American writer to write the script, that sort of stuff. It was a quintessentially American story, uh, and it was a war film. Uh, but of course, it swept the pools really. Uh, it's interesting because uh, there is a bit of tension between how uh, federal money is given over to blockbusters from overseas as uh, money that could be seen as really legitimately for uh, growing the Australian uh, talent pool. Uh, so the actors, I guess, are in a push-me-pull-me sort of relationship with uh, what sort of industry it's really developing and what it's really part of. Yeah, I mean, uh, the government body is bringing um, international fi- films here and, you know, the incentives that they have. And, you know, uh, I can see that, you know, it, it plays a really important role in keeping our filmmakers employed and yes. income. Uh, and it, and our- it creates skill base too. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so because our, um, you know, uh, uh, film economy doesn't really allow for that level of budget at this point, um, you know, it does get a bit of that grey area, say with Hacksaw Ridge, because uh, it, it was, uh, you know, Australian casting, um, Australian crew and a lot of Australian cast in there as well. So it- Probably all the bodies. Yes. <laughs> it's a pretty gruesome film. Yeah, no, it definitely um, was quite uh, graphic. Um, but, you know, I, I think that there is a grey area in terms of um, the, the fact that Australian stories of that level. So, you know, wanting to lift the actors to something similar to the Oscars where, you know, um, films from many parts of the world can be nominated for Best Film and and um well lion is, lion and- is quite interesting in a sense because uh the main actors uh the, i mean the fact that they've got rooney uh rooney mara, mara to yeah. play uh, the love interest and uh le- less uh amazing to get dev uh patel to play the indian because he mm. ha- they needed an indian mm. and he was a well-known english uh speaking 
Indian person. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose that was uh, un- less unusual that he should be the vehicle. But it was actually an Australian story. I and mean, it was an Australian Indian story, wasn't it? Yeah, no, well, it was a uh, 100% Australian story. Yeah. So uh, based out of Tasmania. Yeah, very compelling. Yeah, oh, it was a beautiful film. It was really well done and really well made. I mean, um, it is always hard when you see that and you see international talent brought in for um, what could have been an Australian actor's role. Yeah, or right. any, I, I didn't think that uh, having Mara Rooney there was important, except for getting bums on seats. Yeah, well, then there's that. That's part of it, you know. My part of my producer brain also sees that and goes, you know what? In the end, it's film business, and you've got to make sure. And Australians, um, you know, for all those that are listening, a bit notorious for not going out and watching Australian films. Yeah, I know, that's right. So, you know. Yeah, you hear that, listeners? <laughs> Get out. There's actually a whole range of very good Australian films out at the moment, so Definitely. go out there and watch them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you aren't an actor or member. Yeah. <laughs> What's the process from now on? Uh, people have put would cast their votes? Yeah, so with the shortlist um, screening at the moment, people would cast their votes and then the actors will announce who's been nominated for which categories. Okay. And so uh, they're going to have the awards in Sydney, which like they normally do? Yeah, awards in Sydney in December. In December. Yeah. And uh, everybody who's been nominated and shortlisted will get an invitation. You don't have to pay, do you? I don't think so. Oh, good. (laughs) I don't know. I should probably find out. (laughs) I was just thinking it was funny because uh, I interviewed somebody who won something. I can't remember. It might have been an actor award. But they uh, hadn't thought that they should go because, you know, like they got nominated and that was enough and they didn't expect anything further to happen. And then people told told him basically he had to go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was hilarious because yeah. uh, he he just really hadn't it never had occurred to him that yeah. uh, it would actually be a winning. Yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, anyway, thanks very much for coming in and telling us, and good luck with uh, the rest of uh, you know the legend of Ben Hall's uh, uh, the, the uh, Matthew Holmes who's. Uh, was the director writer of Ben Hall and they and everybody threw their lot in with his uh, creative energy because that's yeah. effectively what happens and this is what the thing about the legend of Ben Hall is that uh, it's a fascinating notion that uh, people who have worked on short films and stuff like that decide that they're going to cast uh, their their view wider. And it's such a hard effort to work on a feature film, isn't it? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, Matt um, has such a vision for what he he wanted that everyone was so willing to get behind him because, um, you know, he, he was very clear on what he was wanting to make and was so passionate about it. And I think that's the starting point. It became this trickle down of, of passion for the film and the story. I mean, um, I'm originally from Queensland, so I had very little knowledge of, of Ben Hall um, you know, I was like the general masses and probably knew pretty much just Ned Kelly and a couple other bush rangers. Um, but being able to part of sell- telling such a pivotal Australian story. Um, I mean, I remember at the Brisbane premiere, I got to take my nephew, Asher, to the film. And, um, you know, he was only he's seven. And he walked out and said... Oh, I wish Bush Rangers were alive. Because <laughs> <laughs> it did have the po- the politics. Yeah, well, I mean, they're such riveting characters and, <coughs> and, you know, there's such intricate stories and it's, you know, it's the wild, wild west of Australia. So um, I think there's, there's so much more there. I mean, we've got plans for, um, you know, future legend films with John Vane and Frank Gardner. 
um, you know, but it obviously it takes a bit to get those off the ground. So we're still working on those at the moment. But uh, Matthew's actually re-releasing his original feature film because Ben Hall was not his first feature. Um, he made a feature film called Twin Rivers, which uh, took him nearly six years to make. He made it in when he was living in South Australia. So he's re-releasing that um, online at the moment. Okay, and he's doing a crowdfunding uh, effort in order to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. So that's just for the uh, the printing of the special edition DVDs of the film. Okay. How, how do people link into the crowdfunding? Just look up Twin Rivers. Yeah, Twin Rivers online. Yeah, we'll and, and this is the... Or uh, via the Legend of Ben Hall Facebook page. We'll be able to follow the links there. Cool. That's great. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're going to go out with uh, Future. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.